You're listening to Action, a podcast dedicated to the pursuit of acting excellence. On this episode, I have Courtney Rue, owner of TheWholeArtist.com, accomplished film, television, and voice actor, teacher at the Green Room Studio in Chicago, and success coach who specializes in working with actors, deal with problems in their careers and in their lives. So she helped me identify and work through three key issues that I was having. The first one was uh, strictly career-based. And I was dealing with, and I think probably 99% of the audience is going to feel the same way. I was dealing with uh, nerves before auditions. And I knew, I mean, I was, I was auditioning well and I was booking work, but I knew that in order to get to the next level uh, of my career, I needed to be able to eliminate the nerves pretty much entirely. I, and that, that's the goal. A lot of people say nerves mean that you care or to turn those nerves into inspiration. I think that's a load of bullshit. Find me on Twitter, action underscore podcast, and let me know if that's ever worked for anybody ever. Okay, so the other reason that I had this goal to be able to be completely relaxed before auditions is because I heard Bradley Cooper, who I think is a brilliant actor, and you can watch him grow actually as an actor. He get, he just gets better and better and better. If you watch some of the early stuff, he's good, yes. But if you watch some of the more recent stuff, the guy is incredible. And he says in uh, his episode of Inside the Actor Studio, which you can find on YouTube, I'm pretty sure, he talks about how relaxation is like the golden key to acting excellence. I also, which I taught, this is something I talk about in this episode, I got some feedback from an audition that I went to that I thought I did pretty well in, and I asked my agent to ask for some feedback. And the feedback was that they said, uh, we really like him, he's really prepared, but in order for him to go from good to great, he needs to be able to relax more. Okay, so at that point, I made it a mission. And one thing that uh, Courtney helped me with in this is she... Um, talks a lot about meditation and she, she really, I was fiddling with meditation, but I wasn't taking it too seriously. And the, the, this call that you're about to listen to happened five months ago. And, uh, since then I have meditated every day for eight minutes, eight minutes, every single day, very manageable number. I don't know why I picked eight minutes. I thought five was too short and 10 was seemed a little bit too daunting. So I thought I can do eight minutes a day. Uh, one, uh, she suggests signing up for this program through this, uh, this, Broadway actress. Her name's Emily Fletcher, and she d does this uh, meditation program for actors. So I'll put the link to that in um, the description of this podcast so you can find it there. And the other thing that I was working on, uh, the other thing that I that I had started working my way through was this, this uh, program that you can download from Audible called Mindfulness. It's something like Mindfulness, an eight-week program to finding uh, peace and something or other in a hectic world. I'm sure you can just find it. If you just type in mindfulness on Audible, you can download it. If you go to audibletrial.com slash action podcast, you can download it for free. So I highly suggest that program and the program that Courtney talks about in this call. So with those techniques and the really concentrating on meditating, I was able to completely eliminate my nerves before auditions. So much so that 
recently I got the biggest audition I've ever had. It was for a recurring role on Chicago Fire, the NBC show Chicago Fire. It was a lot of dialogue. It was, I got it last minute. Yeah, I, I had like uh, four hours to prepare um, before going into this audition. And I had no nerves, zero, zero. And I booked it. And the casting director called my agent immediately and was like, I don't know what he's doing, but it was like a new person coming into the room. So if you are somebody who deals with nerves before auditions, I highly suggest meditating. Um, I heard an interview once with Don Cheadle, the actor, the A-list actor, and he said that his career took off when he started meditating. Also, earlier this year, I was on this commercial shoot with this other actor, Chris, and he said that his entire life changed when he started meditating and he started booking all kinds of work. Uh, if you want to see that commercial, just go to YouTube and type in delightful.com commercial, what kind of person are you looking for? I think it's called. And it, um, it's me and Steve Harvey and Chris. Chris is the other guy in it. So uh, uh, if you're interested, you can take a look at that. The next thing that I was dealing with that Courtney helped me realize was that I had this longing to travel. I've always had this lo longing to travel, and I've done a lot of traveling, but I always want to be traveling. Um, I was thinking about it a lot, um, and I was thinking I might not ever be able to do this because if I leave, I'm, I'm going to be forgotten about in the uh, acting community and all this stuff. Uh, but it was kind of plaguing me, like, it, and it has been for like a couple years now. So um, she helped me realize that uh, this is something that I need to do something about. After this call, I figured out, I looked at my records, I figured out the slowest times in the business for me, and I realized that I can book out, if I book way in advance, um, if you listen to the other episodes, I fly Spirit Airlines, so it's cheap as hell. If I book far enough in advance, I'm only spending a couple hundred bucks on a round trip ticket to somewhere, and I can eat that money if I have to. You know, if, I, if something comes up and I can't go, at the end, it's not that much money to have uh, wasted on that. Uh, so I immediately booked a trip to Costa Rica, and I'm going uh, in, uh, uh, in a, just a few weeks. I'm going to go to Costa Rica for six days by myself, and I am so excited about it. And I know now that I can just keep doing this. I can keep booking these things in advance. And if something comes up that I can't leave for, then that's fine. Um, I won't be out that much money. So really, I mean, it, she really she really showed me that it was something that was bothering me. I almost didn't realize how much it was bothering me until Courtney showed me. And then the last thing that uh, she helped me with is uh, probably probably the biggest problem of all. I had this feeling that uh, I've always been super uh, financially success-driven, like many people are. And I had this idea that if I made a certain amount of money, all my problems would go away. And I was able to, thankfully, uh, very grateful to have the career that I have in acting, and I'm able to make uh, a very good living and not have to worry about money. And it, when I reached that point, it did not change anything. And it scared the shit out of me because I realized that I was chasing something and I wasn't appreciating my life as much as I should on just a day-to-day a, a -day basis. And I'm going to pause for a second and I'm going to read part of a, a speech that Alan Watts uh, gave. And you can look this up on YouTube if you just type in uh, like Alan Watts um, music, you will, you'll find uh, him speak about this. It's only a couple minutes long, but here's the end of it. 
Uh, he says, we thought of life by analogy with a journey, a pilgrimage, which had a serious purpose at the end. And the thing was to get to that end, success or whatever it is, maybe heaven after you're dead. But we missed the point the whole way along. It was a musical thing, and you were supposed to sing or dance while the music was being played. When I heard that, it spoke to me. And I just, I realized that the point is to enjoy the journey, not to try to reach a destination. And so she helped me through that. And uh, one thing that she suggested to me off air was something called the five minute journal. You might've heard about this. It's, it's uh, a journal that you can buy. You can buy it online. It's like 22 bucks. And it, you write in it right when you wake up and before you go to sleep every day. And it only takes a couple minutes and you just, um, you write like what you're grateful for, what you appreciate, what made today great, uh, things like that. And it, it's really helped me to just appreciate life on a day-to-day basis so much so that I, I bought it for uh, a good friend of mine. I just bought it out of the blue and sent it to him because I thought that it, it's just that powerful. I'll put the link in the description to where you can buy one if you're interested. So without further ado, here is the call with Courtney Rue that started it all. Okay, Lee, so we're going to do a clarity session together. And really, I just want to give you a sense of what to expect in a coaching session with me. And and the intention of this session is just to figure out what you really want and why you're not getting it. Okay, so let's jump in. My first question for you is, what does your ideal life look like? And why is that important to you? Okay, so uh, this is something that I've actually been putting a lot of thought into recently. So it might kind of be, um, my answer may have changed uh, from even a couple of months ago. Okay. Uh, so my ideal life, um, I think, would be uh, the ability to travel very extensively. And in terms of, I mean, and then, you know, have, you know, a, a happy I guess, I guess a happy significant other. I don't know mm-hmm. about children or not. Um, maybe, maybe not. Um, but just being able to be relaxed and be basically just to be happy. And I think travel has mm-hmm. a lot to do with that. I, I seem to really get a lot out of traveling. And then in terms of my career, I, I want to get to the point where I can pick and choose the jobs that I want to do. I mean, I think mm-hmm. that's probably an incredibly rare thing for an actor to be able to pick and choose. I mean, you have to get pretty high up, I guess. Um, that's kind of the ideal thing. In terms of money, I don't know, because recently I've had a change of heart, sort of, because I thought the, the amount of success that I'm having right now, if you'd have asked me a year or two ago, I would have said I will be entirely happy making that amount of money. And now that I am, I'm no happier. I mean, I'm not an unhappy person, but I'm, I, it doesn't, it hasn't right. relieved the stress that I thought it would. And now right. I'm thinking if I make 10 times as much, it, I'm probably going to be in the exact same position. Right. So you have to change that mindset about the money. You have to feel abundant with the amount of money you have, because once you get to that point, the next point, you know, it's, it's never enough. You start to spend more when you make more and your goal becomes to make more. So you'll never be happy if happiness lives on the other side of that goal, that money goal or any other goal. Right. So what do you feel like is stopping you? What's in your way 
of, of being happy, of being able to pick and choose jobs, of being able to travel extensively? That is a good question. Um, I guess the answer might be that I don't know. Mm-hmm. If, if you I had to guess. If I had to guess, I mean, I mean, that's the thing. I would have said money. I would have said, you know, more money. Mm-hmm. But now, recently, I've changed my, my thought on that. So maybe just uh, having the confidence. I mean, I consider myself a pretty confident person, but having the confidence to really go after big things that I, that I want to do. I mean, not, not waiting, for instance. I mean, mm-hmm. like, I've had, a, I've had, you know, these fantasies of just packing a bag and just going for months at a time, you know, backpacking through South America. Mm. or something and it's just always I feel like that's always going to be something that I want to do and time might just keep passing and I'll never do it is it fear that's holding you back it might be it might be fear uh it's fear I mean in terms of the traveling thing it's fear that if I leave the industry I'm gonna be Mm -hmm. I'll have to start over and I'll be forgotten about when I get back Mm. yeah I mean I'd say that that is holding me back and then generally, I think that just having the confidence to just do what I want, like in auditions, you know, having the confidence to just do exactly what I want and nothing else. And whenever I do that, whenever I am just completely confident and relaxed, that's when I book the job. I mean, yeah. time and time again, that is when I do it. When I really, I mean, it's not that I don't care, but it's like I go in there and I just kind of am just 100% myself. You're and present. relaxed in myself, and then mm-hmm. I booked the job. I know that if I could do that every time, my career would skyrocket. Yeah, so let me ask you this. What is your pre-audition ritual? Do you have one? Not really. Um, I mean, I have, like, you know, I have a, a technique for memorizing my lines, certain techniques for working through, like, a commercial script, but I don't have anything set up that is is designed to like relax me. I do not drink coffee generally before I have auditions because that I've noticed makes me uh, less relaxed. Right. Do you feel like there, when you say less relaxed, is it a form of anxiety or is it just, you just don't feel relaxed? Well, I definitely, I definitely sometimes, uh, sometimes I get nervous. Sometimes I don't. So that's basically what I'm talking about. I mean, it's, it's sort of like a feeling that makes me stiff. I don't know if it's generally like mm-hmm. a, a nervousness or what, but it's something that just, it just takes me out of being me, even ju- just a little bit. That mm-hmm. still bothers me, you know. Definitely. Okay, so there's this there's this fear that if you leave for any period of time, you'll be forgotten about. There's a little bit sometimes of a lack of confidence that doesn't allow you to be yourself and relax and present and sort of take you out of the moment when you're in the audition. And there used to be this thought uh, that you didn't have enough money, but now you're sort of realizing that that may not be true. Yes? Correct, yeah. Okay. So what is it costing you to have these beliefs, to have this belief that you'll be forgotten about and, and not be relaxed and not have the confidence that you want to have? Where will you be three to six weeks, three to six months from now, if you don't achieve that level of confidence and that 
if, if you don't, if you aren't able to relax before each audition, no matter what audition it's for, and if you don't allow yourself to travel. Well, uh, in terms of traveling in, in six months, if I haven't done it yet, I will kind of be where I have been and am now for a while, mm -hmm. uh, which is just kind of the thinking of, yes, someday I'd like to do that. Uh, will I ever be able to do that? Will I ever actually do that? What do I need to do in order to have that happen? So, so that I think I'll be kind of the same place I am now. I mean, I guess I'll be the same place I am now with all of it. I'll, I mean, my career is going pretty well. Um, it's going, well, it's going the best it ever has. Awesome, I'm making yeah. a full time living just from acting and modeling. And I, that's I've, amazing. But I, you know, it's, it's going to, well, it's going to stay there. It's going to stay where it is. Mm -hmm. um, or, or it's just going to progress at the rate that it has been progressing. If I, I think that it's the thing that holds me back. And I'll tell you one thing is I asked for uh, some feedback for the first time from my agent after going to an audition. It was for a TV show. And I thought I had done pretty well. And my friend said, you should ask for feedback. And I'd never done that before. So I emailed my agent and then they, I assume, called or emailed the casting director. And they said, um, and this is a casting director who's booked me on a few commercials this year and a, a TV show uh, earlier this year. And so I know that they really like me. And they said, um, he's really prepared. He's like, we wish that everybody came as prepared as him, uh, which is <laughs> I mean, that's not, that's just memorizing lines is what they're talking about. And but that's great. That's not, they I mean, do that. I mean, not everybody does that. And then the casting directors are pissed. They're like, how can you be prepared on set if you're not prepared for this audition? Right, exactly. So, so yeah, that is important. But that's sort of like a, it's sort of an easy thing to fix. If you're not memorizing your lines, you can just memorize them longer and whatever, put more time into it. But the other thing he said is in order for him to go from, uh, where he is now to being really good is something like he needs to relax more. He, he's too mm. tense. Awesome. Okay. That's really good to know. Thank you for sharing that. Great. So if you don't, and, and don't just think about, oh, I'll be in the same place I am now. If you're in the same place, here, and here's, I'll tell you what I'm doing here, Lee. In order for someone to change, they need to feel more pain staying the same than they do changing mm. because we automatically, our brain automatically goes toward pleasure and avoids pain. And a lot of times people think being comfortable in life is, is pleasurable. And so we stay comfortable in life, even though it's not really comfortable. It's not really pleasurable. It's, it, it would be horrible to be stuck in the same place, right? But our brain tricks us into thinking that that's what we want. And so what I do is I help people find the pain in staying the same. And so it's, it's gaining leverage on yourself. It's saying, what is this costing you? What pain will I have if I'm in the same exact place that I was today, six months from now or six weeks from now? So dig in here. What is the pain of, of not being able to relax? What is the pain of not traveling? What is the pain of feeling like you don't have enough and you aren't enough. Yeah, I mean, the pain of not feeling like I have enough is realizing that these things that I've, that I've been chasing and the things that I've been chasing my whole life don't mean happiness. 
it's like I've been chasing something. I've been chasing like this success and like financial success single-mindedly pretty much for, um, well, I mean, pretty much forever uh, in, you know, my entire adult life. And you're not alone. And yeah, right. I was thinking, thinking that that was going to be, that there was going to be a time where I was going to hit that and I would know when it was and I would just mm-hmm. go, that's it. I hit it. I'm good. Now I can just be cool and be relaxed and don't mm-hmm. have to worry about that stuff. I mean, I paid off, I had like some, uh, student loans and stuff. Um, and I, and they used to just, just tear me apart having this like debt and yeah. I, this year I was able to pay off. I, I had my plan was to pay it off all by the end of the year. I paid off everything in the first six months um, wow, or less. And I never thought I'd be able to do that. And the the feeling I had it was amazing for about an hour. Right. <laughs> and then it was it just then it was like the next thing. It was like well, okay, well that's done. Now now what do I need? It just made me realize that. I could book something that paid me a hundred thousand dollars tomorrow and it'd be amazing for about a week. And then right. I would be back to where I am now. And I'd be like, where's the next thing? What if that runs out? And are you willing to see that differently? Yes. I mean, yes. And, and, and I have been trying to work on that, uh, not really work on it, but I've, I've been thinking about it and thinking about ways. Like I, I started a meditation program Mm-hmm. Um, that was right. supposed to, or is supposed to, I, I mean, I've kind of filled with, fiddled with meditations for about a year now, but it's just one thing that I thought, you know, maybe this is, this is the, the way to, to let go of that kind of feeling of like needing more yeah. in order to be happy. Yeah. Um, who does the meditation program? Can I ask? I don't know the author. It's a book. It's an audio book called mindfulness. It's like okay. a program where you, do these different meditations um, six days a week for eight weeks. Can I recommend, uh, I don't know if you want to try someone else, but Emily Fletcher is a Broadway actress and also teaches meditation with Ziva Mind. Let's see, Z-I-V-A meditation.com. And she even has one that I listen to all the time. It's called Ziva Performance, and you can get it free by going, signing up for her newsletter. And it's a, I was going to recommend this anyway to you, but it's a meditation that helps you get in the present moment and relax before a big audition, a big gig, anything you have coming up that you're excited about that might make you nervous. And I actually did it before my wedding. I do it before coaching presentations. I did it before this call. I use it all the time. It's so amazing. (laughs) Wow. Okay, cool. I'm going to look into that immediately. Yeah, and anybody on this call, you should sign up for her newsletter. Let her know that Courtney Ruhr sent you. And I have a client who actually took her course as well and really loved it. So uh, I definitely recommend her. Okay, so you started to do meditation. That's great. I think that will really help you. I think that, you know, you're right that a lot of people who come to me, they, they want that outward success. That's what they want. They want booking more jobs. They want... Um, getting that one agent, you know, and they're like, well, if I get that, that, then I'll be happy. If I do this, then I'll be happy. And, you know, I used to feel that way too. Once I book a TV show, I'll be happy. Once I get a better agent, I'll be happy. And it's just not true. Happiness comes from within you, 
you know, that relaxation comes from within you. It doesn't come from any outside circumstances. And once you realize that you can be in more, more in control of your emotions, the better you're going to feel and the more success you will attract. Sean Acor is a positive psychologist and he says success orbits happiness. It's not the other way around. You're not going to be happy once you get that thing. You're going to get that thing once you're happy. So I'm so glad that you, you have come to this realization on your own and now we can work together to realize that in your life. So here's what I learned from Tony Robbins and I did his coaching certification. Are you familiar with Tony Robbins at all? Yes, I am. Yeah. So there's three things that really cause your state and he calls it the triad. And so if you think about a triangle, one corner of the triangle is your focus. The other corner is your physiology. And the last corner is the meaning that you get things. And actually he starts with physiology. So that your, your physiology, have you ever been in a movement class? And, you know, when I was in college, I remember taking a movement class from Paul Denhart, and he said uh, that if you get into a certain physical state, you'll be able to feel that emotion. So if you curl up into a ball, you will feel sadder. And if you jump around and put your arms up in the air, you're going to feel happier. So emotion follows motion. So that's the, that's the first part. And we think that emotions happen to us. But really, we are doing emotions with these three things, physiology, focus, and meaning. So when you get, let's say, let's talk about the, the audition. When you feel tense in the audition, what happens physically in your body? Um, yeah, I mean, just a, literally a physical tenseness, uh, tightening of my limbs and muscles, basically. Mm-hmm. And, are you and, breathing? Well, um, I mean, yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe not enough. Yeah, I had a teacher, I had an acting teacher once tell me that I I don't breathe when I listen to people, meaning like I don't breathe normally when I'm focusing on something or I guess okay. I when I'm not relaxed or something. But yeah, so probably not. Um, yeah, probably not. Probably not as much as I should be. Definitely not doing any sort of deep breathing or anything before the audition. Okay, that will really help you doing that deep breathing before the audition. Taking just even three deep breaths will change your state. You know, doing that Viva performance meditation before your auditions, I'm so excited for you. I'll, I'll send it to you or if you want to sign up today before your audition so that you can get it. And it usually comes right away. You should definitely try it before today's audition and see. Isn't I will. Different. Yeah. Well. So you're tense, you're tightening of your muscles and your limbs. You're, you're probably not breathing. Is there anything else going on physically? Like before you go into the room, are you sitting in the chair with your head down and your shoulders slumped over? Are you like, how is that? How is your body physically when you're waiting for your audition? I guess I don't totally know. I mean, I'm sitting in, you know, you're generally sitting down in the chair mm-hmm. in a, a pretty, generally a pretty tense waiting room, to be honest. I mean, mm-hmm. it's rare that, there's a lot of people smiling and laughing and giggling and high-fiving. And I mean, sometimes, <laughs> but like a lot of times it's people sitting in a chair, mouthing their words with like wide eyes and sitting like perfectly straight with their hands on their knees mm-hmm. and just looking at everybody who walks in the door. So right. um, it's not the most comfortable of rooms generally. So uh, I'm probably one of those people. 
<laughs> so wide eyes. Yeah, telling myself to relax over and yeah, over again. Yeah. <laughs> and so what are you focusing on either right before the audition or maybe even in the audition? What's going on in your mind? Well, that has changed recently. Um, before, I, I, it probably would have been all over the place. It probably would have been thinking about the lines, um, which I, has never done me any good at all. But I started studying with a coach. Uh, actually, the first nine episodes of this podcast are with that same guy. Mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, great. yeah right. Um, Ron Morosky, just just this brilliant teacher. And he gave me... He basically trained me to solely be thinking about being believable, that that's just my only goal. And so now that's that's where I hold my focus. I mean, I just say I'm just going to go in and just do the best job I can. I'm just going to I'm just going to be a real person. And that has done wonders. That's great. And you booked the you booked the job that he coached you on, right? Yeah, he I had this it was like a day player role on Empire and he I talked to him like the I think it was the night before mm-hmm. and he, he walked me through it. And then I had um the Walmart uh commercial audition that was directly after that Empire audition and I booked both the Empire and the Walmart and just using the exact same principle, just thinking yeah. I'm just going to be a real person. I'm not going to, I'm not going to think about when I'm going to walk forward. I'm not going to think about right. going up or down on a specific line or waiting or pausing or anything. I'm just going to do it the way that I would do it. And that's it. So and be that's, present in the moment. Yeah. Exactly. So let's talk, yeah. let's talk about when you're, when you're not relaxed, when you are tense and, the the casting director's thinking, oh, I just wish this guy could relax. What are you focusing on then? Or what were you before you met with Ron? Right. The concentrating on being believable is a is a really good technique, but it does not mean that I'm not relaxed. I mean, it doesn't mean that I'm relaxed. It doesn't, okay. it's not a complete fix. It's helped because I'm like single-minded, um, but it, it still doesn't fix the problem completely. So what am I thinking about? Um, I'm thinking... You know what it is? I'm thinking, I hope I don't mess up. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking about. Hope I'm thinking I don't about mess up. What am I going to do to not mess up? Yeah. That, and so yeah. When, you, when I say don't think about a pink elephant, what do you think about? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like you can't say, I hope I don't mess up <laughs> and not mess up. Right. It's like the golfer going, don't hit into the woods, don't hit into the woods. Right. Right. The woods. Yeah. You know, have you heard that a race car driver? goes exactly where they're looking. So if they think don't hit the wall and they're looking at the wall, they're going to hit the wall, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like you're saying don't hit the wall, don't hit the wall, and you're driving straight into the wall. Right. Yeah. And what is the meaning that you give about yourself, about auditions, about your career, about life when you're tense and you're thinking, shit, don't mess up, uh, and you're worried about how to say your lines and you're thinking about your lines. Like what is the meaning that comes out of all that? How do you mean? What do you mean the meaning? Sure. So I think that, you know, the same situation can happen for two people and two people will give it different meanings. So for one person, they didn't book a job and, you know, one person says, well, it's because I'm a horrible actor 
and I should just give up. And for another person, it means, oh, yeah, I just wasn't what they were looking for this time, and, and it'll be my turn next time. So we, as human beings, are really, really good at giving things meaning. Everything that happens in life, we give it meaning. It's just that sometimes we're shitty at the meaning we give it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you're the one who makes up what it all means. Mm-hmm. You don't know anyway. So why not make it something more empowering? I'm assuming when you're all tense and you're not in the present moment, the meaning that you're giving to this audition is not an empowering meaning. Right. Yeah. No, definitely not. It's uh, when I, I mean, when I, when I am tense and not able to relax, nervous before an audition and during an audition and after an audition, um, I mean, I blame it on myself. I think it's, Mm -hmm. I mean, I I blame everything on myself pretty much. I don't. I I almost never assume that it's outside circumstances. I don't assume. Oh, I didn't get that job. It means I'm a bad actor. But I think I didn't get that job. What do I need to do differently next time? What did I do wrong? What What are my problems? I wasn't relaxed. How am I going to make sure that doesn't happen again? Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. Does that kind of? I, I do think it's important to take responsibility for what happens in your life. But there are, so I appreciate that you do that, that it's, and it's not like, oh, you're, you're stupid, you're a bad actor, that it's like, what can I do better next time? That's really great. But there are things about this business that are completely out of your control, such mm-hmm. as like you walking in the room and they're thinking, oh, he doesn't look like a paramedic. We're not going to cast him. And it could be you didn't do anything wrong. It's just that that person doesn't think you look like a paramedic. Right. So sometimes I feel like we give it too much meaning, you know, and, and blame. I don't want to say don't don't blame yourself because that's like that's not taking responsibility for your actions. And But if you show up completely prepared, if you show up in your best state possible in your present mind and you're, you know, you're there, you're present, you are prepared. Like those are all the things that you have control over. The things you don't have control over are what they think about you, you know, how they have had this role pictured in their mind ahead of time, and who they're going to cast. So, like, just focusing on what you have control over, which I think that you're doing. Yeah, I don't think I, I don't think I, I really don't think that I, um, I'm not somebody who, like, overly beats himself up over things. (laughs) I mean, I'm pretty, I'm pretty good at going to an audition and, and forgetting about it and not getting... I mean, if, when I first started, I would get bummed out if I didn't get something or if I was right. like, and now, like I was on, um, I got a call, I was called back for two commercials uh, last weekend um, that I went to, and there was like only a few people called back for each, and uh, I didn't get either of those, and I was, that one got to me, like I was, I was disappointed, but I realized, I was like, that I didn't like the fact that I got disappointed because I I've worked on not being disappointed and really like forgetting about auditions. Um, and so what meaning I, did you give it then that made you disappointed? So why did it make me disappointed? I thought that yeah. I had a pretty good chance and I thought that I had done well. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, like I thought I had done really well in the audition. And you probably did. It, I think I'd like to think so. And, and then, and then I didn't get it. But sometimes the best actor does not book the role. Mm-hmm. 
And you just have to understand that. And it's like, oh, it was that person's turn. Next time it's going to be my turn. And if you were completely prepared, you did the best you could in that audition and you feel like it really went well and you were one of the few people that were called back, that's a success. Right. It's true. Yeah. Yeah, that's a huge success. The fact that you didn't get it, that is out of your control. But if you only focus on, so here again with the focus, what are you focusing on? Well, if you're focusing on that you didn't get it, that's out of your control. Let's focus on what's in your control. Did I do my best? Yes. Did I feel good about my audition? Yes. Was I prepared? Yes. Better than anybody. You know, that's success. You know Dallas Travers at all? No, I don't think so. Dallas Travers is a mentor of mine. She calls herself the actor's, uh, the actor's advocate. And she says, a quote I love, success lives in the actions you take, not the results you make. And so you are a huge success for all these actions that you're taking. And yes, you are getting results, but when you don't get results, it doesn't mean that it's not a success because you're taking the action that you need to take. Right. So I just need to focus on those things as opposed to the failures. Yeah. So here's how you can be happy no matter what the outside circumstances are. With your physiology, you that you can change in an instant, right? I like to have dance parties when I'm feeling shitty because, you know, throwing on some music and dancing around just automatically makes me feel happier. Right. So changing that physiology, when you're in the audition room, instead of sitting down tensely, you know, eyes wide, mouthing your words, stand up, walk around the room, and there's this uh, there's this TED talk by Amy Cuddy. She talks about power poses. Yeah, I, the the victory stance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Superman or Superwoman stance. If you stand like that for two minutes, you're going to automatically appear more confident, and your business is automatically feel more confident and feel happier. But standing like that, you know, go even in the bathroom or what I like to do is pretend I'm looking at things on the wall, like pictures or you know, articles that are up on the wall and um, just stand there with my arms in the superwoman pose just so that I'm not scrunched over in my chair going over my lines for the 18,000th time. Right. So physiology, you know, breathing, shoulders up, head up, standing tall, superman pose, you know, these are all things that you can do. Go to the bathroom and like jump around and say yes and pump your fist in the air, whatever it takes to get into that confident, relaxed physiological state. And then what you focus on, are you, are you focusing on what you can control or what you can't? Are you focusing on the positive or the negative? Are you focusing on what you like or what you don't like? This creates your emotional state. So how can you change your focus to what you can control, what you like, and the positives of the situation? That's going to change your emotional state. And then the meaning, what meaning that you give it, you know, you were disappointed because the meaning you gave it was that, you know, maybe that you should have gotten it and that you you did really well. So, like, if you were the best one there, that you should have gotten it. And that's just not how it works. So, like, a more empowering meaning was, like, it's not my turn and I'll get the next one. And it doesn't mean that I'm a bad actor. It doesn't mean I'm not enough. It just means that, I wasn't the right guy for this job. Mm-hmm. You know, give yourself permission to fail. Give yourself permission to also have a good time. And, you know, if you're focusing on don't mess up, don't mess up, don't mess up, 
and you're not allowing yourself to mess up and fail, then you're not going to be real and relaxed and you, because you're not perfect. Nobody is perfect. Mm-hmm. There's no such thing as a perfect audition. So right. If you give yourself that permission to suck, permission to fail, permission to mess up, then you're going to do a better job. If you'd like to apply for a free clarity session like this one, sign up for email updates at thewholeartist.com and reply to your welcome email with the answers to these questions. One, what do you want in life that you're not getting? Two, what is stopping you from having that? Three, on a scale from one to 10, how much are you willing to accept help for this? And four, why did you pick that number? Courtney only gives away a small number of these clarity sessions a month, so I highly suggest getting on her waitlist now. I'm Lee Foster. If you like this podcast, do me a big favor and go on iTunes and give me a rating or review. And follow me on Twitter, action underscore podcast. Thanks for listening.